we have a special episode today. We are with the one and only Ayan Adam, a community activist and spoken word artist. Thank so you. So first of all, welcome. Thank you very much. Thank you very much for inviting me, guys. It's a pleasure to be here. We appreciate you coming down. Appreciate it, yes. Mm-hmm. Some of your fine-tuned thoughts <laughs> and activism that you do. That's it. Yeah, mm-hmm. so... Jama, you want to start off? Well, actually, first of all, are we going to introduce ourselves as well? Or yeah. just introducing Ayan? What are we doing? Come on, well, come on. <laughs> We also have, for the first time on first camera. First time, first time on camera. <laughs> the one and only, you know, he's usually behind the scenes. Mm. But today you get to see his lovely face. He's graced nah, his presence. Yeah. Nah, don't bear it. Don't gas me like yeah. that. Welcome, Nothing welcome. Like that. <laughs> nah, well, listen. I'm, I'm pretty sure Ayan is the special guest here. So what's going on? Sorry, I'm hearsay man. Nah, not today. That was on the cover. Yo, she's yeah. in on it. Listen, really today I'm a side yeah. man. Plan. We have the queen here. She's gonna be man. running too. So that's it. Yeah. So it's Hersi's. all about Ayan. <laughs> listen, oh, I don't think Ismail would be happy for it. But I'm today. I'm coming here and uh, covering mm-hmm. Ismail's shoes here. So y'all know what it is. Okay. Um, Oh, and yeah. also is in Jama. Jama, you want to introduce yourself? Come on. What's up? They should know me by now. They already know <laughs> by who you are. Jeez, big That's energy. It. Yeah. That's it. That's big yeah. man in the house. It's also, uh, Jama is the main guy who's running, you know, working along with Ismail. Yeah. Uh, so things are good. Things are popping and everything. So yeah. MashaAllah. MashaAllah. Give me standing ovation, standing ovation. That's it. That's it. Uh, Let's start with a few quick questions for Ayan. Get her brain working. Quick question: Did he get the questions all? Seeing as he's who? Just, oh, he's, he's got all the questions. Yeah, you can ask him. Just whatever yeah. I ask you, ask him. Hold on, so hold on. Well. We got a special guest here today. And how are you going through? Uh, <laughs> well, Throw me some questions here. It's first time on the show, sir. Uh-huh. Yeah, I but I'm here coming in as a presenter, so I'm yeah. running. You're yeah, presenting along she with Ayan. She can ask you questions, though. Calm. Come, I'll take that out. It's all good. I feel like <laughs> you know, man's under atta- Well, I feel attacked Not today, you know. Yeah. But it's calm. It's cool. It's all good. You can ask a question. Let's let's do this. Yeah, don't worry. It's all good. good. Java, you've got the questions. Let's get going. I have a few quick questions for you. The first one is: What's the best piece of advice you've ever heard or ever been given? It's a bit deep one. You started it's a with a deep, deep one. one. I, I was thinking like it's gonna throw some hot couple, ones in there. Favorite chocolate, Jeez. favorite crisps. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, best piece of advice. Um, there's been some absolute gems, alhamdulillah. Um, but I definitely think it's 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 my father saying. Um, or like I remember when I was younger, I was always very um pro helping other people, pro doing other stuff. Da-da-da. And you'd always say to myself like. Help yourself before you help others, type of thing. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I definitely think that's something that shaped my mindset in regards to propelling myself out there, putting myself out there, helping myself so that I could be at a stage whereby I can help other people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's good, that's good. What about you? <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Hold on, hold on. I thought the questions were directed towards her. What's going on? I'm the presenter, man. Listen, you got me throwing me under a bus like this. Cheese. Yeah, listen, I did not come, come prepared yeah. like this with these kind of questions here. Yeah. Yeah. Improvisation. Improvise, yeah? yeah okay, yeah. okay. Well, I... Uh, <laughs> all right, I'm going to throw one out there. Just a random one. Okay. My uncle once said, with great power comes with great responsibility. This is just a random... Just one of my uncle, you know what I mean? Yeah, okay, like, just yeah. That, you know what I'm just randomly dropping deep balls in the kitchen. Yeah, like I didn't get it from anyone. Like, anyway, it's just my uncle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
So what did you do? <laughs> Uncle Google, yeah. <laughs> what did you do after that? <laughs> Cheers. Huh? What did you do after that? Oh, I can't tell you much about that, man. It's a bit of the dark history right there, you know what I mean? Oh, so, <laughs> you guys be hella elusive. <laughs> we, can't be co- we can't be covering that in the collabs yet, but you know how it is. <laughs> Java, uh, Java you wanna, what about yours? About what you do you think? think? Your me, advice, yeah. best advice. Some guy once told me, like, be proactive. Okay. Be proactive. That's all I needed, to be honest. That's all it yeah. is. Yeah. Mm. So I started being proactive. We love to see it. Simple. We love to see it. Effective. It's effective. Yeah. That's how you take it. Yeah. Hundred percent. You know, I've realized like a lot of um, it can be the most cliche thing that you ever hear, Mm. but if it's delivered to you at the right time when you're in a certain mind state, it impacts you the most. If that makes sense. So you receive it. So yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Hundred percent. That's the thing. So some people will understand things differently from that. They will take that different. Yeah. You actually went straight proactive and took it no, and understood the whole meaning it. behind it. Yeah. You know, you know how each words like you know how words can have different meanings. People can understand Definitely. things different interpretations. Yeah. yeah, that's it. But yeah, you know, we love to see it. Yeah, we love to see it. That's the way we go. Guess he spoke to me on the right way, Mm, and that's why we're all here. Mm. And I say it. That's why we're here. Jeez. <laughs> Alive, it worked out well. Fast forward to today. <laughs> Jeez. Oh, mashallah, that's that's really good to allow, mashallah. So next quick, uh, quick second question. question. If you could be from any era or decade, which would it be? 1960. Jeez. Yes, 1960. 100%. Why is that? Anyway, I, I, the hippies, right? <laughs> mm, the hippies, the I could be a point as well, but um I'd love to see like Somalia's independence happen. Like mm. I would, I'd love to be about July first, nineteen sixty Friday. Oh, no. The glory eras, the day of rebuilding, mm. reconstruction and Yo, I mean, those. I think it was a good era. I mean, then, yeah. back then, because happened nowadays, all we all we're doing is just looking at the pictures of how it was back then yeah. in the 1960s. Mm. We're like, yo, these guys are lit. They're yeah. doing all these kind of things. They had like a, a very fresh slate to rebuild and, yeah. and, and mm, kind of move yeah. forward, and things yeah. were going quite well for some time. And I think the 60s, especially where they didn't have the makala that we do, ah. the aspirants now, like, are um. How was it back then? They look at it like the glory days, the fun yeah. times. Yeah. But you gotta remember they were young back then, innit? So obviously. Yeah. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, true. yeah that's yeah. true. It's yeah. That's probably why. No, that's true. I mean, that is a good era, but then it's just that the, the aftermath happens, mm-hmm. like what's happened and so yeah. on. So how. How it all end up, uh, and you know, we all ended up in here and so yeah. on. That's, that's what I've also been thinking about. The other side wow. of the world. Mm, the other side of the world, subhanAllah, just from the aftermath of that. Yeah. But I was going to say, you're right. If anybody asks me now in like 40 years' time, what's the best era to be alive? I'll definitely say now. Nah, that's <laughs> it. 100% I see that for you. Yeah. It's amazing. So, what about you guys? Third question. Jeez. Porta, you know yeah. what it is about his it's like about your questions they're hard like you know these are not like you cannot just drop like, nope, them we're the presenters today aren't we yeah. uh, you know what, i'm gonna let you guys off here i'll come back to that i'll come back to that i'll come back to that i'll ask you guys off camera okay one on third question any three people you can have over for dinner, who would it be? Ooh, hey, that's an interesting one. Mm. Three people mm. for dinner. All at the same time? Yeah. All at the same time? Three people three. and you. 
people I can bring together. Mm-hmm. Dead, alive. dead alive. Dead alive. Dead alive. Dead alive. Yo, that's deep. It's deep. Yeah. I'll go like Genghis Khan. And like... Okay, now, I'll, why would you say Genghis Khan? Like. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, let me hear his reasoning. Why Genghis Khan? <laughs> what Genghis Khan? Genghis Khan? Where did I come from? Yeah, I read somewhere that Genghis Khan, yeah, I think it's one in 10 people. Oh, yeah. It's yeah, it's true. Yeah, of Asia. Yeah, of course, yeah. He's, he's had that many wives. Yeah. It's like he's given birth to that many kids. That's literally yeah. one in ten around so the world. We could yeah. be related. Yeah, we could be related. Yeah, it's in China. It's, it's, yeah, well, it's in Asia. It's, it's around us. the world, apparently. Yeah. yeah. It's around the world. I wonder. Mm. I've seen some surmise with like one of these. Yeah. Could be your granddad, man. You never know. Your grandfather, your ancestor. I just want to reconnect to that. Reconnect his roots. <laughs> <laughs> going back in time. Yo, jeez, that's, that's a question. Yo, that makes sense. I, yeah, yeah, so what do you got? Three um, people on your mind. I definitely would go for um, what's the former Cuban leader? Why is his name? Uh, Fidel Castro. Castro. That's the one. I'd love to have a conversation with him about his, um, I don't know, his plight taking over Cuba, freeing it from, you know, Western influence and so on and so forth. That, it's a very interesting time. Um, and um, third one. Third one. I don't know. I don't no. know. No. Mohammed maybe. Hmm? Mohammed. Which one? Mohammed. Okay, so there's loads of Mohammed in the world. Jeez, isn't <laughs> We're, I'm already on the table, bro. Come on. <laughs> um, I actually did. Um, but no, well, I, but I, I'll just put down um, Ahmed Mughid. Ahmed Mughid. Yeah. Mm. He's, he's got bangers, you know, can I'm just saying. Well, you can answer this one. Oh. Right. Yeah, I know. I'm just thinking about the. It'd be, it'd be anyone dead or alive, basically, right? Yeah. Mm. For me? You know what? I, growing up, mm. I used to read stories about the Sahabas, basically, and some of the it's like you know some of the things that they've gone through and so on. Mm. And you learn a lot from it, basically. So yeah, they'd be literally it's anyone from those. It's like anyone from the yeah. Sahabas, basically, yeah. and Abu Bakr, mm. uh, Abu Bakr Siddiq, and so on. And these kind, of, uh, these ones like it's like in my younger days, it was these are the people I was looking up to. So yeah, yeah, mm. something like that. No, that's the thing. I've always thought that, like, you know, as kids, you should actually give them the opportunity to use that as a bedtime story kind of thing, basically. Oh, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So that was my kind of that was my kind of bedtime story. But I was like, I, oh, it fascinated me basically mm-hmm. their stories because it wasn't like something that's just made up, basically. Mm-hmm. So you'd be like, wow, well, you'd be like, wow, they really went through these kind of things. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. And when you're young, it's, you're quite impressionable. Um, so. I think it's a perfect time that people you're introduced to Sahaba. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's alright. What about yourself, Jama? Ertugal. <laughs> huh? Ertugal. Yo. I, I, okay. I knew when I had Genghis Khan. Genghis Khan and then I see where this is going. This is a pattern here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're having both of them on the same table. Yeah, yeah. And you don't think they're going to beef each other. Tables get dashed. Tables get dashed. 
this guy is throwing you, you it entertainment. out there. Oh, oh entertainment. entertainment. Bro, they're throwing you in the between. I think that. You're the one who has to break it up. It's in your gaff, you know that. Akal Kagoyan. This is your people, but this is like that. Like, who you sided? I, I want to know who you sided the beef. Your granddad, your ancestor, getting scared. Your ancestor, or the other guy. Or the other guy. I, I side with whoever wins on it. Oh. This guy said, I'm not picking my battles until I know who won. You know, glory hunter. Okay. Nah, I don't okay. blame you. Well, like, either one of them is a bit peaked to get beaten yeah. up by, so. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For real. <laughs> I don't blame you. And who's the third one? The third third one? person. Tom Cruise. Okay. Where's that? Where, well, like, that threw me off. Of course, he's off. nuts, isn't it? He's completely nuts. You had a, I just put him in there with it. You had a pattern then. You had a pattern yeah. and you threw us off like completely. No what happened? They're all three reckless people though. That's something oh, they're self-destructive people. Ah, exactly. Is. is that the type of person you I are? Think, like, I think Tom Cruise kind of thing? Or? Me. Yeah, does that, is that something that interests you kind of thing? I'm just wondering. <laughs> you know what I reckon, yeah. yeah. Mm. I don't think he wants dinner. He wants a battle royale. Well, uh, that's, that's what he's looking for. <laughs> He wants to. Yeah. I want Tom Cruise to start it all off. Yeah. Well, I, so and then see who backs who kind of thing. And I can That'll see it be, actually yeah. happening. I can see it happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's it exactly. That's dope. Fair point, man. Yeah. It's gonna be hella chaotic, but yeah. You know, you're gonna have a good time. Yeah. Make sure you record like, it. Yeah. Make sure you record yeah. it. Yeah. Post it. <laughs> Selfie and everything. <laughs> this nigga would be like, yo, look at it, I'm <laughs> out here. <laughs> well, they're all going out at each other, right? Hey, my boy, Tom Cruise. <laughs> Jeez. Tom Cruise, dude. Nah, that's, that's perfect. mad still. Perfect. Yeah, so what's your next question? What, what we got? My next question, a simple one. Hiya. Yeah. What's your favorite movie? Uh, I'm, not a, I'm not a movies person, but I have favorite short series. Um, sure, and there's sure. two that come to mind. Can I say both? Um, Game of Thrones. Oh, if you know me, that short series. That that is short series. Yo, what's happened to short series? You know what? African. You know when I say short series, I had one of them in mind, and one of them yeah. is called "And Then There Were None," and it's based upon that Agatha Christie's book. Mm. It's really like intellectually stimulating. Like you've got like ten people all brought to an island. One mm. of them's a killer. Everyone's dying. You just have to find out the killer, and it's an amazing series. Um, What's it and then there were none. And then there were yeah, none. Yeah, and it's based on Agatha Christie's book. You know what I did to people, yeah, because I like reading people. So if like I'll mm. give you the series and I'll tell you to go watch it. Mm. And when you finish the second episode, so the last episode, the third episode, I'll tell you to give me a call and let me know who you think the killer is. Mm. You get it? Ooh, so I like to see. Now that's an interesting yeah. one. Yeah. And then Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones is amazing, man. Mm. Biggest stun. Mm. Why? Why is that? Is there a reasoning behind it? Is it? I know, of, of course, it's one of the top shows. It's like you know when it when it first came out and so on. So, yeah, but yeah. is there your kind of reason? Like, do you have a reason for it? Um, you know what is? At the time I was watching Game of Thrones, uh, I'm I'm a very big history person. Like, I love mm. history. And the thing is, I realized Game of Thrones is modeled. It has heavily influenced from actual events in history, except for you know sci-fi, fantasy, and stuff. And it's yeah. just the you know the political play, the maneuvering, the yeah. you know. Cinematics, the storylines, beautiful man. I, I, I can't, I can't hate on it. Mm, <laughs> I can't hate on true. it. True. Yeah. What about Earthquake? Do you watch that? This <laughs> <laughs> He's got an agenda. <laughs> He's got an agenda there. Nah, I actually want to watch it. You, know? you ain't watched it. Tell me it's good. Oh, you ain't watched it. Jeez, you're way behind, but it's it's Why? dope. It's actually like the Muslim version of Game of Thrones. I swear. It's on Game of Thrones level. Yes. Huh? Is that a Game it's of Thrones? Actually, Game of Thrones. Yeah. That's literally. Is on that level. Okay, well, I, I've watched it. I'm sorry. Mm. 
Okay. Yeah. Yes, so you sold me already. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. watch Shield disappear after the map. You're just busy watching episode after episode. You haven't watched it to go? I don't watch it. You don't. We believe you. Hold up. Wallahi, you threw me off again. You know what I mean? Like, you chose Ertegrill as the guy. It's like one of the guys that you want to see. I watched a little bit of it. You watched that little bit and that made you look up to Ertegrill. No, not really. I just thought it'd be interesting to have him there. Your brain is very interesting. It's interesting. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. <laughs> Jeez, hey, yeah. So, Integral would be one of your shows, basically, that yeah. you'd watch. No, no, I watch, I watch uh, what's it called? Money Heist. Money Heist. Okay, that's a good one. Money the Heist. Casa de yeah. Papel. Spanish why have you want? You change this. Let's get it. You can say a book if you want. Yeah. <laughs> All right. You go it's... three, four. <laughs> now go on. Nah, that's calm. Well, basically, um, for me, there's one particular movie and I've always, I always recommend it to people. It's a classic. Okay. It never disappoints. Mm. This movie is Good Will Hunting. Have you guys ever watched it? Is it the I one where the guy's it, in a cabin and then he just... It's and the one where he's smart enough with Matt Damon. Yes. That's it. That's I it. Watched that even, right? You watched it? I'm making notes. Highly recommend. Uh, highly recommend. That. I think I've watched it because it is familiar, but it's probably mm. yeah. Mm. Why? Now, why that? There are lessons actually to be learned from as well. So he's actually gone through well struggles in life, and it's like life struggles and is so it on. Based but on real life. Um, I think so. There was based on true story, wasn't it? I Something like that. I think. I thought, well, I don't know. <laughs> um, well, I, I can't, to be fair, I can't remember whether it was actually, but. Uh, there are there are lessons you can actually mm. can learn from from this kind of movie and so on. So it's the main character. The mm. main character is like, he didn't want to leave behind his friends. Mm. His friends is of it's like you know his friends are his family and yeah. so on. Remember that yeah. exactly. But he's extremely smart. Like he can yeah. compete with any prof- uh, professor, not even a doctor or anything like a professor. Yeah. Somebody who's up there Jeez. basically. He's a math yeah, genius. he's a mm. math genius. But he's exactly. a janitor in the university, so he solves like one of the hardest questions. The hardest ten questions or something math that mm. no one can solve. Mm-hmm. And then they discover him like that. Yeah. But then he wouldn't leave his friends to go chase it. Yeah. Okay. There are big companies that want him. Like so many companies want him. They're like, they're paying good money on this, mm. good money for him. But he doesn't want to leave his friends. Okay. That's the thing. His friends is just working in like construction. It's like in oh, construction places. And, you know what I mean? Thing. It's do you deep. Want to chase success it, and go past your comfort zone or do you want to stay comfortable? He's comfortable with that, his friends. That's what it's really it's about. Mm. Yeah, well, you want to stay comfortable. No? Yeah, it's the, yeah, it's, it's about the coming out of the comfort zone, and he's just it's not just well, it is actually all that comfort zone because mm. it's in the area that he, he lived in all his life, and mm. he's been with his and he's been with his family yeah. all his life. Yeah. He just wants to stay there, and, mm. you know, keep it the same. Anyway, he didn't want to move out because his job also entails for him to move out basically yeah. and go to places and do all these kind of mm-hmm. things. So he's just not comfortable with it, mm. and also on top of that, he's got like his own little childhood dra- traumas and yeah, so on. So it's he's going through a lot basically but you yeah. pick it up like you can see and understand Definitely, what he's yeah. going through mm. so this is kind of a movie I would actually highly, highly recommend to yeah. anyone to watch it basically mm. definitely definitely. Mm. definitely I think I'm already sold by the synopsis <laughs> yeah, so I read somewhere that the comfort zone is the most dangerous thing to anybody mm, it is yeah. that's the thing because once you're in the comfort zone you're not really uh, willing to come out but mm. if you do come out of the comfort yeah. zone 
there's so much you learn it's like it's in a whole new world out there basically you push yourself yeah and Mm. a lot of times like um something i keep telling myself and sometimes difficult is to always chase the uncomfortable always chase the uncomfortable because when you get comfortable you're just in a cycle and i think that's 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 a dilemma with them someone's going through yeah Yeah. exactly it's actually really it's actually really interesting and so on you're gonna write that down you've already got a couple of things going (laughs) you've got already listed that's it Definitely, man. Definitely. No, like that's uh, that's how it is actually. Really, yeah. but, I mean, when you talk about being uncomfortable, and that, I mean, you've done quite a lot in it. Mm. Mm. Um, so, like, what inspires you to do that kind of stuff? Well, like, um, a lot of my motivation stems from the fact that um, it's just giving back to the community. Mm. Um, and a lot of times, when when I find myself very stagnant or, or comfortable, I always just remind myself that um, life is a blessing. Life is actually a blessing given to me to Allah, from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and I should use it and utilize it the best way I am able to and, and mm. the best way I can think of is having an impact on other people's life in the most minimal ways that mm. that helps them in some form of way. So yeah, for me it's literally just giving back to my community and my people. Um, I think um, one of my spoken words uh, is called Ahmed and um, so what Ahmed, the story of Ahmed, what he does, it goes through the perspective of how um, you know, at the time, uh, some people literally just about missed trains. Mm. Yeah. And that's why they're back home. And that's why the people who caught the trains are here. Yeah. So it's inherent luck that, wasn't, that I didn't do anything to deserve. I don't mm. deserve having free education. I don't deserve having, you know what I'm saying? But yeah. it's up to me to do something with that to help mm. the people that have been left behind, to help the people that I can help, you know? Mm. So that's, that's my meaning in life. And that's my inspiration, I guess. Mm. So you're working to you're working towards that to help the people back home, basically. So you're kind of learning and everything, all the benefits that's been given to you, all yeah, the privileges yeah. that you've got. Mm-hmm. Is it trying to bring it back, basically? Hundred percent. And it's not even even people back home; it's, it's people here as well. Yes. Um, if I can help my community in the small, smallest ways possible, then that's a job done for me. Mm. You know. But yeah. Wasn't there a project that you did where you're trying to gather up the professionals here and do something back home? And if yeah. I, yeah, that's uh, still ongoing. That's still ongoing. ongoing. Yeah, that's still, still ongoing. doing good. I've mm. been doing. I've been working on this project for I think just under two years, yes. properly fully. Um, I think that project really taught me what life there is. So you're gonna catch so many else. Mm. You're gonna catch so many else, but it's it's all about falling down eight times, getting up nine. Yes. Do you know what I'm saying? So to stay like on board with this project, even though it's been two years, and then I've literally recently just made massive strides. Mm. Alhamdulillah, yeah, it's, 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 it's yeah. That's all right. That's Keep your eyes peeled, guys. <laughs> what inspired you then for mm. you to do all of this? Because even though you're falling eight times and you're starting on the ninth time, you're yeah. like, oh, I've got to do it. Yeah. And there must have been strong, there must have been some kind of uh, inspiration for mm. you to keep mm-hmm. it going, for you to look back on. So me, when I was younger, um, I went to Bodham for 10 months. I think I was around 10, 11. Um, mm. And that's when I really like, I literally, I lived like locals. I'm telling you, I just kept like I was literally living as part of the locals. And then obviously I came back to Khurbaha. I got lost in the source around maybe 18, 19. I literally started to look back on, on you know, reconnect to my culture and have like, you know, when you start to get more mature mentally and you start to understand some of the privileges you have and some yeah. things always stay with you forever, regardless how young you are. So ever since then, while I like, I've literally just been telling myself that 
I'm in a better position than a lot of people. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I'm literally, I have the ability to, to, to do stuff or sometimes we forget that we have the ability to do stuff. It's just yeah. reminding myself that I have, I can do something if I put my mind to it. Mm. Um, it's all about taking that first step of pushing out the comfort zone. It's all about taking that first step of moving forward and, and then hopefully, hopefully, even if I inspire one person to make a difference or if yeah. I help one person, mm. then I'm good, alhamdulillah. Is that some of the things that you took back from when you went there as a child? Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think like I was staying with Mu'udi, um and like, alhamdulillah, we were pretty well off. But mm-hmm. I was like, I was able to experience what the effects of you know um, decentralized government would do, or the effects of uh, civil war, or the effects of um, mm-hmm. you know like stuff like basic necessities. Like yeah. I remember every around Asr Kamaka Salad there used to be um, some kids that would come around the houses and they'd have buckets and they'd be like like. Can we have your leftover food? Mm, and yes. stuff like that just stays with me because mm. I remember looking at some of these kids and thinking the only difference between me and them is uh, my parents caught that train and took that flight. Mm. If that mm. makes sense. So it's that's always the only difference. Yeah, yeah. Stuff that's always stayed with me to, to, to like to humble me, to remind me I can make the difference for those mm. people. Mm. That's yeah. good. Yeah. And you've also done a TED talk, right? Mm. Yeah. Um is that one of the things that also catch you up there? You know, like how do they feel doing the TED talk? Because you know it's a massive thing. Isn't it? Yeah, TED talk. A TED talk is scary. I will not lie to you. Mm. <laughs> I remember coming back down off that stage and saying, "Whew!" Now that that's done, <laughs> it was absolutely terrifying. And you know, like TED talk is not like normal public speaking. You mm. have a bright lights on you. You have mm. wires on you. You have to script your speech and all of that. But Alhamdulillah, it was like once in a lifetime opportunity that was um, given to me. Because mm. I remember. Um, so a little backdrop, I'll give you guys a little backdrop. Um, before I was, um, I think it was January 2019, before then, I was, I never had the confidence, I never had the self-confidence to do stuff. Okay. Um, never had the self-confidence to do any talks, never had the self-confidence to put a message out there, never had, the, never thought that I could make a change. Mm. Always questioning myself, yeah. always staying comfortable. Mm. Um, January came, I took that leap. And I cannot tell you what told me to take that leap, but I took that leap. Mm. And I remember in, just before I went on stage and performed, I, I can even, um, inshallah, I'll send you guys a picture. Yeah, I have this little red diary that I keep mentioning. And I wrote in the red diary that one of the things that I want to do, inshallah, mm. is do a TED talk. But I put it as part of my 10-year plan. Mm. And alhamdulillah, that came a lot earlier. And, and, and for me, it inspired me even more because even though alhamdulillah, I did TED talk, it's a tip of the iceberg of what I want to do. Mm. And even though it's achievement, inshallah, there's so much more that I want to accomplish. So TED talk was amazing. It was lovely. It was an amazing experience. I would recommend it for anyone. Um, if anybody watching this wants tips on how to get into TED Talk or any avenues or anything like that, mm. I'll be more than happy to help. But um, yeah, it, it was an amazing experience. <laughs> how did you get the opportunity? Man? So I was doing a lot of shows. Mm. And you know when you're starting out, you do a lot of shows for like, yeah. you, you contact yeah. everyone and say, yo, yeah. can I do a show? Can I do a You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, and then yeah, slowly, when you're out there, they come to you and be like, we want yeah. you to do this. We want you to do that. Mm. Um, what I used to do is I used to use, utilize my social media. Yeah. So if I do a show, best believe this show is recorded. <laughs> and mm. I post it online. And then like uh, a woman from Leicester contacted me and she goes to me, Ayan, her name's Jane. She goes to me, Ayan, um, we're doing a TED talk on women empowerment and we'd love for you to come along. And then the rest is history, alhamdulillah. Yeah. Do they prep you or do, they, do you come with it ready and then you try a few times or is it just so come be- and do it? A bit of both, to be fair. Like they give you mentorship. They give you like they help you perform. They give you someone who helps you, you know, mm, say different yeah. things, practice rehearsals. Mm. But um, the content should be like something that you produce and that you constantly work on mm. improving. 
Yeah, that's all right. Well, at that the time is up. We're just gonna take a little break in between, and then we'll come back right into more questions. Part two. Yeah, exactly. Part two.